Hi folks. Um, I guess the only content warning I can give is the usual sort of thing, uh, pandemic and ADHD. There will be letters later, and while I haven't read through all of them and generated a list, there may be some things, so just be aware. Also, we have animals. Oh yeah. We have a cat who likes to abuse me wherever he is right now. We have a dog that occasionally jumps up and barks at nothing. We have chickens, all of whom are asleep, safe in their coops. Yay! For now. So, yes. And then finally, we swear frequently at Sergei the cat, but in general, quite a bit. And that is your warning. So, hi folks, welcome to Productivity Alchemy episode 287, where we will be talking about what you wrote in about. Letters. Oh my gosh, we have a letter show. I Woo. love letter shows. Yes. Um, so we'll get to that in a little bit. I will say that... Um, so I've been trying a new task tracking productivity system thingamajuber. Um, I believe it came recommended from Selfie a while ago. It's called Patboard. They are physical Kanban cards that have a wet erase and... So I have been taking things for like home, for work, for, you know, door side things and putting together a Kanban on the window next to my desk where I cannot help but see it and high enough up that the cat cannot abuse it. And uh, uh, basically I've been using that sort of like I've got a backlog, I've got everything that's on my to-do list. I have everything for my doing, and then I have my, you know, the done. And it's kind of nice to look at the done oh, yeah. column. Um, this is not taking the place of Obsidian, which is sort of like where all of my calendar and my, my actual second brain brain lives. Um, but they also have this new thing from Patboard called a Modu book, or the Mod book, which is, it's the same essentially paper as the um as the patboard panels and things so you can write on it and then you just spritz it with water and it wipes right off and it stays dry and not you siri um it stays dry and doesn't uh doesn't smudge or anything like that until you spritz it with water it's pretty cool and it's ring bound in a standard size so um it's actually been pretty nice because now I have, again, I'm back to, you know, I have a work calendar or I have a digital calendar that alar alarms me of things, but uh, writing down in paper-ish versions because it cements it better in my brain and things. Have you so, actually been doing things on your window or are you getting the, I know that's there, so I overlook it? Um, I have been doing things on the window. Um, the bigger problem is I'll have something handed to me at work and... Like, I had something handed to me today, and I didn't put it on the window. So, uh, and because it's in the window, it's right there in front of me, and now I'm going to write this card. Um, it's right there in front of me, and where anytime I look out at the chickens, I'm reminded that there is a thing to do. So, let's see. Work. Yeah, see, my problem is I get uh, visual, visual satiety, or whatever yes. it's called, where... I will just stop seeing it very quickly. Like, it was very nice the time you put the, the uh, have you taken your pills today note on the back of the door. 
it's been there for I think two years, and I yes. stopped seeing it uh, twenty-two months ago. Yes, you you did stop seeing it a while ago. Okay, I need to put the GitHub issue number on that. But in the meantime, I can move this. I can just take this card and anyway, drop so right there into my doing. None of okay. this is terribly fascinating for you, Internet, because <laughs> unless you're really into GitHub or work with Kevin. Or more importantly, or if you're just into like really easy, like I love the fact that they have two options. One is magnetic. And the other is... No, no, I, I meant you talking about GitHub and writing your card, not the... Not okay, the, fair, fair. Yeah. That's not very exciting. Um, no, no, the, the, the window thing is great. All right. Yeah. No, no, no. And they there. use, they use, um, they, they have, uh, it's called nano cups that they use to stick to any flat, smooth surface. So I've got a standard whiteboard that's magnetic that, you know, I'm using to hold all of the magnetic cards, like the ones I used to play in the podcast and things like that. I've got the backlog on a smooth magnetic metal um, doohickey, a whiteboard that I've mounted above monitor number one um, and moved to monitor number three, which is the one that basically all it does is shows chicken cam to face outward. Um, and then I've got, uh, uh, you know, uh, and then I can just like, I can stick them to the window. I can stick them to a whiteboard. I can, I can stick one of these things to the refrigerator if I needed to. I mean, as long as it's a smooth, flat surface, it sticks cool. and it's great. I love it. I am really, really happy with the stuff and the technology involved here. Um, so yes. Oh, wow. I just noticed that on the uh, weekly planner sheet here, it has a spot for three things that you are going to get done, which is kind of nice too. Okay. So that's, that's been the big thing. I mean, um, it's, you know, otherwise work is work. I've been working on things. My big project is still sort of on hold while people figure things out. So um, like the one task that was dropped on my lap today, yes, that was, um, that's because I have bandwidth to do it, um, which is important when you have bandwidth to do things, because otherwise I'll just poke at, you know, my one sort of little side passion project and dick around with other things for large portions of the day. And, you know, that's not what they pay you for. Yes, it, it, it is indeed not what they pay me for, um. Although I'm starting to feel a little bit of, uh, of short-timer syndrome, not because I'm leaving the company, but because we've got a big vacation coming up, and I'm taking a break from the show. I'm taking, like, a break from work. I, I'm so excited about this. I'm considering not taking my laptop with me. I think you should not take your laptop. I think that's a marvelous idea. Yes. Um, Do you really want to lug that monster of a beast international flight? Like, okay, I guess it's intranational, but yeah, it's, only it's, because Hawaii is is part of the U.S. Yes. Um, yeah. No. I mean, I don't use. The, I mean, we're recording on that very same laptop right now, and I have no reason to take it with me. You know, um, it's not like Magfest where I'm you know, ostensibly working on things. Um, I may actually be able to get away with just the iPad Pro, which would be awesome, although I am taking my Steam Deck, and if push comes to shove, I can hook that up to a TV and use it as a real computer, because Steam Decks are awesome that way. Um, but it also weighs less, takes up less space, and 
plays games really well, so if we're somewhere over the Pacific and I can't doze or nap or whatever, I'll just play a game. Because I can. I mean, you, you can also do that in the evening or on a... I, I have been. I, I meant while we're on vacation. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yes. So there's there's all that sort of stuff. Um, but that's, you know, like, I'm having a real hard time trying to get into something that's going to be big and time-consuming because my brain knows that in X number of days I'm going to have to push pause and then catch up on it when I get back two weeks later. Whereas I am working very hard not to be aware of that fact. Right. Because even though I fully expect to have an amazing time, I, I have never been to Hawaii, and Mom turned 70, so the family yes. is, is taking her there, and everyone else too, uh, so yay. Yay. Uh, if I allow myself to acknowledge that there is a huge looming thing on the horizon... It will paralyze me, and I will be unable to do anything. Yes. And yes. I will become anxious about it. So yeah. I am, as far as I'm concerned, uh, Hawaii is years away. Yeah. And I guess the, the one trick to it is that uh, I'm taking a real vacation. Like, we don't leave until the Thursday, and I'm taking the three days before that off. Because... Um, well, you got to use the time. But well, yeah. one, I have to use the time, but it, it felt weird because, like, the first day of that week is President's Day, and I've got it off anyway, and then it would be two days of work and then gone. And I'm just like, why? Oh, yeah. Why? You know, I'm just going to take those three. I'm going to, you know, pack. Um, I have a shelf to replace the uh, workbench in my office that I that is doing nothing but storage now on order that I plan on assembling in that time period, cleaning that out. Or maybe I'll do it in, in you know, on the weekend because I'll have, like, I got a lot of time sort of coming up to be able to deal with that sort of thing. And so that'll be awesome. Um, and also I got the, the version that has a desk so that it has space, a, a desk surface for you to continue your signing on while we're recording. Oh yeah, that's that's yeah. Yeah, I have to you know. get like eight hundred pages uh, tear sheets signed before yes. we leave. Yeah, don't worry, you have plenty of time. It's early yet. Yes. And on that note, um, how was your week? Uh, it was fine. I uh, productive, getting a lot done. I'm working on edits now. Uh, yes, which. Edits are always hard because since I'm not actually making word counts, uh, it feels like I'm not working, even though it's much harder work than writing usually. So I'm sort of doing half and half edits and yeah. word count on the thing that I need to be making word count on. So so yeah, it's uh, it's yeah. You fine. haven't seemed as enthusiastic about what you've been doing uh, lately, probably because you're doing edits. Well, yeah, the edits and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, edits are when you discover that, you know, it's hard to love the book in edits. Uh, I've heard things like that, yes. Yes. Um, but I also got 900 words written on the thing that I was 
I mean, that's important. I'm gonna try to, you know, I, I only needed to get like a hundred words done, but I'm not gonna cry at the nine. Now, are you taking your laptop with you? I don't know yet. Okay. Probably, but mine is much less of a honking beast than yours. It's literally the same map model. Oh, I thought you had the super duper mega heavy one. No, no, it's the it's the iPad Air exactly like yours. Then, uh, yeah, I haven't decided for yet. for the work trip I have to take in March, where I'm taking a regular, where I I have, you know, the weekend for the dorsi immediately followed by a week for work. Then I have to take, but I have to take my the big honkin' laptop because that's my work laptop. Right. So yeah, I, I haven't decided. Uh, okay, if no, I he... bring it, I won't want it, and if I don't bring it, I'll miss it. But yeah. uh, so I probably won't. And you know, just uh, if I have any brilliant ideas, I'll write them on my iPad. Yeah, which you can do. I'm, I'm since the Steam Deck supports it, I'm going to take the uh, one Bluetooth keyboard with me. So you could use that. It's not a great keyboard, but you could. I could. Yeah. All right. I've forgotten how my name is spelled like three times already. Well, then we should get to letters. Probably. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So we'll we'll have letters for you right after this. dog is snoring so <laughs> soundly right now it is uh it is wow all right starting with episode uh, a letter from uh kivron i hope i'm saying that right um from back in december since we didn't do a letter show in january um this is from a comment on episode 278 with uh, Christina Vasilevsky. Um, I loved the tongue drum tangent in this episode. It became the rabbit hole I didn't know I needed. The sound takes me into a state analogous to meditation, which, because of ADHD, is a tough place to find. Oh, I've yeah. ordered one for myself for Christmas. Thank you and Ursula for the podcast. I look forward to it every week. The interviews are excellent, and the banter with Ursula is lovely. As the world descends further into chaos, wholesome parasocial relationships have become more valuable. It helps to be reminded that there are others in the world at large who are delightfully nerdy, neurodiverse, and kind. I keep meaning to contact you to offer myself as a possible tribute. Now that I've typed that, perhaps accountability will be the necessary nudge. Oh, I'm putting a, a star on this to remind myself that I need to contact you about that. <laughs> Fresh meat! Yeah, I know, right? All right. Um, and thank you. I'm, I'm, yes. I'm glad you think we're a wholesome person. Um, so, yeah. Part of the game. Interesting. Uh, from Gerald, who was on last year. Um, 
listening to PA episode 279. Sorry to hear of the layoffs at Elastic. Okay, sorry in two ways. First, I know it's stressful to you, but also in my professional capacity, we absolutely keep track of which businesses are hiring and firing, and I didn't hear of it sooner. It's part of the game. Um, especially this time of year, November, December are miserable. It's very hard to get people to respond, even to say they're not interested. I have enough experience to know, but it's is still or but it still is a bit disheartening to send out messages to dozens of people and get crickets. For organization, I've gone off bullet journaling and moved to Todoist. That's a good choice. Um, still some features I'd like to see from it, but it is fitting me better right now. Um and then, yes, uh, you know, if you know any Linux PC Java architects um, with 10 years experience, feel free to give them my email. I've honestly found the company I work for to be one of the better places to work, and the company has a legitimately good mission, at least as corporations go. Yeah. <coughs> so, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, the, I as much. not you. Uh, <laughs> talking with writer friends about, uh, uh, the yeah industry being weird and uh i mean publishing is always weird but uh i a couple of friends of mine work primarily in hollywood and they're like yeah everything shut down practically after halloween and normally it doesn't happen until after thanksgiving and as far as we can tell uh everybody assumes they're going to be a re- there's going to be a recession so everyone is prepping for a recession there isn't a recession happening, right? But nevertheless, like everyone is so convinced that they're trying to like will the recession into being, and <laughs> so the layoffs, like people are, you know, companies are having record profits and then laying people off because there's going to be a recession. Except there isn't a recession, so y- y- I, a lot of times I feel like a lot of these companies are just like ducklings following, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. The, and, it's it's. I mean, and it's difficult to be in it as well because i'm sitting there looking at it going yeah like two weeks before or three weeks before they announced all these layoffs i got a promotion and a raise so it's really awkward yeah right i mean it's a great position to be in in terms of of personal stability but there's also the survivor's guilt you know so much survivor's guilt a lot of a lot of us dealing with that um and just you know it's it's just you know more proof that that companies are that corporate whatever is weird. And weird. Somebody made the observation that yes. they're half convinced that what's going on has nothing to do with the economy and is just investors trying to punish tech workers for being uppity essentially and demanding. Uh, you know, you oh, know. like fair pay and fair treatment and non-abusive yeah, exactly. workplaces. Yeah. yeah, that they're like. Uh, doing layoffs basically so that you know to try to make people grateful for scraps which would not surprise me particularly in the whole as you know Mm, some people still want people back in the office thing uh oh don't even i i don't even have time to be started on that one okay yes we we won't start on that one yeah uh all right um next letter from star who we last i think i last saw at uh, we last saw at worldcon in dc um I'm almost a year behind in episodes. That's okay. John mentioned Dolly Parton as a near-perfect person. There's also uh, Jose Andre trying to feed the world. I'm gonna... Oh, yeah, Chef Andre. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do not know him. He, he, does, he does good work. The, uh, yeah. Uh, there have been points where, 
like I think it was was it that cruise ship that uh, early in the days of COVID was just stuck that with people on it. And there was there were, was more than one, yeah. And uh, I seem to recall that he was one of the uh, the uh, people that they, they were just literally flying food to the ship. Yeah, <laughs> and you know yeah. it's like we are going to feed the world. Um, yeah. All right. Well, um, that makes me think of charities. Uh, we'll talk about that later. Um, it's, uh, yeah. No, the, that sort of thing reminds me, um, there's the, uh, uh, and I can't look it up to see, uh, what the name is, but hopefully you guys will, will pick it up from, despite my aphasia. In Hebrew, uh, legend, there's like, uh, and I can't remember the number, 17 or 16 or 24, some number yeah, of yeah, people. Yeah who uh living saints essentially who by their their virtue uh keep god from destroying the world and uh but they don't know they're saints right and they they are just you know living the best life they can but because they are genuinely good people you know it it gives uh, uh, it it proves that humanity does not suck enough basically right and i've always thought that the problem is that if somebody asked me to name them i would be spoiled for choice there are so many really good people oh, out there that i know of and know personally occasionally that it's like yeah, I, I I think there'd be a lot, but yeah. I've always loved the uh, the idea that uh, that yeah the world is held up by a number of very good people just doing their best. Yeah. Uh, on to a different subject. Yes. Uh, from Logophage, um, one of your recent guests, maybe Corey Large, it was Corey. Uh, made an offhand comment about I can make my own planner, and that inspired me to jump down that particular rabbit hole. Oh, boy. Godspeed. Yep. What I discovered is that making your own planner is an excellent way to suck up a whole bunch of time. It starts off relatively straightforward. What do I want? How can I lay it out? And then devolves into, hey, I could put a quote on each page, which doubles your production time as you look for decent quotes. Then, yeah. hey, this isn't printing out properly, double-sided, which means rearranging the order of the pages in your document. Ugh. The kicker being that for the past couple years, my planner has really been more or less a talisman that I carry around in hopes that it'll magically turn me into an organized and productive person. Oh, God. You're not alone. I, um, I, I feel that yeah. in, in visceral yeah. ways. I don't actually use it at all effectively. My hope is that having a format and features that make sense to me, this year I'll do better. Uh, I'm going to be honest. Um the the small vagaries of of ADHD that I'm uh, tendencies I notice in myself means that a particular system works for me for X amount of time and then I I have to use something else for a little while to to reset. Um, this happens, um, and when a system stops working for you, it's not your fault; it's the system's fault, and. Um, while carrying around a planner will not magically make you more organized. Um, would that it did. Yeah, would that it did. perhaps. Yeah, um, but having something, you know, working through and finding what works for you and customizing it where it does start working for you is actually 
really valuable. I always had a hard time with all the pre-made, here's a this system, that system, and it, it I just fell off. And then I said, you know what, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to work out what works for me. And that made a big difference. So... I mean, you know, to this day, after all of our efforts, I still... What do I use? Fantastical, which I've tried to get better about updating. Yes. And uh, uh, the to-do list, which I don't actually put any of my to-dos in. I just note down how much word count I've made that day. And that's, you know, that's fine. That's If that's what works for you, that's what works for you. Um, so, and you've got that tracking, right? Um <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I enter a number. I don't know what it's tracking. I just write down. Yeah. Um, I wrote nine hundred words today, or I uh -huh. wrote two thousand words today, or whatever. Yes. So uh, let's see. Um, it, let's see. This is from. Uh, I don't know what this is. Um. Something about, I don't know. Okay, here's one that references, hey, uh, I was referencing a different episode in what I thought was the most recent episode. So now I'm just going to, uh, we'll, we'll pass on that because I'm confused now. Um, uh, with a, a reference to um, episode 280 um, with guest Jaslyn Stone, the original version of Quarantine is a Spanish film called Wreck. I believe, and it is, and it really is better than the remake. Um, I had some problems with the episode about 51 minutes in when your outro began to play right over uh, Jaslyn's voice. Did I get the wrong download or something like that? I fucked up and put in two copies of the outro. I, I pasted in the wrong place because I was cheating. I did a copy-paste instead of a cut-paste. I fixed it and re-uploaded it, so that's that's all done now thankfully um it was a little embarrassing to realize that especially since it took like an extra day or two because i was away from twitter and missed a lot of it uh let's see of course you know at the time we're recording this twitter uh, had stopped working for over an hour today so right who knows how much longer that'll um let me okay this is a we want to discuss a thing, and I think I replied to it saying, hey, uh, I would love to have you as a guest on the show. I, I'm having a thing where um, everything is getting filtered into the letters, and if I forget to clean it out in time, um, now I've got everything in the letters folder, and I'm like, no, that that's a... Um, that's, that doesn't belong in that folder, and I don't need to read this, hey, will you have my person on your podcast <laughs> emails i mean uh, the number of things i say no to um uh, is astounding sometimes or the number of crickets i, I get back honestly yeah. the the number that you say I, I find it more impressive that you ever say yes uh yeah no there's there's a lot i i say no to and then there's uh there are several like I, i've gotten a there's a professional podcast or interview booking company that occasionally reaches out to me and I give them very strict parameters on what I'm looking for. Um, because I'll be honest, the majority of the guests they send to me are straight white dudes. 
And not that I personally have anything against straight white dudes, but there's a lot of straight... I mean, straight... he's won himself. He yes. gets to say that. Yeah. <laughs> but there's, there is an overabundance of, of straight white dudes doing podcasts, right? And so I'm trying to amplify other voices when I'm making these selections. Um, and when I say yes or no. So that is, you know, a thing that happens. Um, all right. A, ah, here's one from Dino. I love it when they fan at each other like that. Corey is back. Yes, this was a delightful interview to listen to while spend, sipping a hot cup of tea on a rainy night in New Jersey. Um, Corey, if you see this, I'm totally not stalking you. I just have been spelling your name wrong in, on the internet, and that's why I couldn't find your socials. Thankful for the links in the description. <laughs> um... With respect to hurricane season, I remember my best friend Liza over in Davie, and, li and I lived in Hollywood, Florida. I still remember how to get to her house, even though it's been a good 10 years since I've done it. Had a huge house with a pool, several bathrooms, a fireplace, a grill, and a massive amount of space. Hurricane days were spent at her house with copious amounts of whatever liquor we could get our hands on, and a giant cookout to eat all the crap in the fridge before the power inevitably went out. Oh, yeah. If it was cat tour lower, we'd all be stoked as hell, because the cleanup of the... Uh, uh, Malaluka trees that would fall over was minimal compared to an actual storm where you'd get flooding and all that other crap. Oh, yeah. But usually on the night of said hurricane coming through, it was basically let's hang out and talk and junk because the power's out. Nobody wants to listen to the radio. The next morning, it was all hands on deck to do whatever it is that each of us is good for. I wasn't going to be wielding a chainsaw to cut back the fallen trees, so I'd man the cook stove. They were enthusiastic campers, so they had butane stoves as well as the grill outside and cook up whatever I could get my hands on, and then we'd sit around and eat while lunch was grilling away. Good times. Uh, in response to kidding rid of books from circulation, I'm of the strong opinion that if a book isn't serving its purpose, reference, entertainment, etc., it needs to get pulled. Yep. Nobody needs to have Excel 2000 for dummies. And although the advice in there is hilarious, everything you wanted to know about sex, but were afraid to ask, is really not necessary to have on the shelves. There are more current and better resources out there that are still relevant. Oh, I. this is a conversation that, uh, that yes. gets Twitter discourse fairly regularly, but... Yeah, there we 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 fetishize the physical objects of books yep. way more than I think we need to. Like, I've had people say, you know, oh no, no, never, never, you know, get rid of a book, <laughs> uh, pass it on to someone who needs it. Look, no one needs the writer's <laughs> market from 1988, right? I mean, no, uh, no one needs a copy of the you know 1970 dr spock's guide to child raising <laughs> uh, burn that one uh, well uh, uh now we're gonna get angry emails good uh, for them and if you do it because you do need it because you're doing a historical retrospective you can find one the aged paperback copy you know is is not required i yeah. admit I became much more blasé about the physical object, <laughs> about book as as uh, fetish, for lack of a word, and I don't mean like a sexual fetish, no, I mean no. like a fetish object. Yeah. Uh, when they started shipping me author copies and like... <laughs> Oh God! Suddenly, we have so many copies. I had copies. zillions of the damn things. Like yes. at one point, uh, uh, Hound gnawed on one of mine and. My friend I, who, had, who was staying with us, who I, I'd given it to, was horrified. Oh, God, you know, the, the dog has, has damaged a book. And I'm like, let me get you one of the other 20. 
And yeah. we'll just toss this one because it's been chewed through and there are massive holes in the pages. And it's like, I get that. I get that nobody wants that we we don't want to go to the bad old days of frankly book burning right but not every physical copy of every book needs to exist and but you you know people see dumpsters full of of culls that from you know libraries that or like nobody wanted to buy it. No one has checked it out in twenty years. We really don't need this book anymore, and and people yeah. freak out like you're you know throwing puppies in the dumpster. And it's like no, the 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 contents of the book are not chained into the pages. It'll be okay. Yeah. And having said that, I need to go grab more book pages grab, grab more book pages i'm going to read this next letter from dino while you're doing that because you'll be in earshot um uh this was in reference to my interview with uh michael bishop aka blotharb the berserker um i don't know how you weren't squeeing with delight because dr blothar was an absolute sweetheart such a gentle cool guy the only reference i had for guar was on empire records so yeah no um Fantastic guy. Loved talking to him. I did all the squeeing. I got it all out of my system when the interview landed <laughs> and after. Um, and also, he is so amazing to talk to outside of. And then on stage, he's fucking Blothar the Berserker and is fierce and intense. And, you know, all the stuff you would expect from someone named Blothar the Berserker. Uh, it's pretty awesome. Um, anyway, I really enjoyed the discussion about coping with ADHD, especially the some things my wife takes care of. It's kind of the whole thing about having a spouse. If they're willing, they can make things hella less hateful for you when you're trying to navigate the world. It's, uh, it's good to find people who have compatible neurodiversities. Yes. Not necessarily identical, but compatible. Yes. Kevin, for example, remembers things, and I... For example, um, am very funny. I don't always remember the things, and it's it seems to be a selective remembering sometimes. Um, anyway, um, but I'm still funny. Uh, yeah, no, you will always be funnier than I am. Um, also, good lords, he is such a hard worker. The schedule is wake up, work, have family time, hang out with wife, then go to work until four in the morning in the studio. What he mentioned about the key to success is to just keep working struck home for me. It's true, too. The people who have made big impacts on the world are the ones who just said yes to all the opportunities and kept at it. RuPaul, Joan Rivers, John Waters, they just keep finding new things to do and put themselves out there. I will say, uh, I will point out saying yes to opportunity is not the same as saying yes to every single thing, because yes. if you do that, you'll die. Right. And then uh, uh, from Dino on the episode with uh, uh, Rachel Yoder. I, I guess Dino did a binge listen. Um, we love you, Dino. I know. 100% uh, agree on keeping certain things on physical notebooks so that when you need to refer to them, it's right there in front of you to refer back to. I've got a relative who's going through a pretty complex medical situation. The weird thing is that she used to carry a notebook with her everywhere she goes, so I was like, how do you manage to lose that info if it's always in a notebook? She gave me a guilty look and in a really small voice said, I don't carry a notebook anymore because they've gotten so expensive. One massive side eye later, I reminded her that she 100% had access to notebooks that she's bought 
as school supplies for the kid, and that there were bound to be empty pages in most, if not all of them. Oh yeah, so hopefully she's gotten back into the habit. Definitely a good reminder that sometime that physical place to store all your crap is as valuable as the e-note-taking device. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's that's one of the reasons I, I keep coming back to something to write on, um, especially like, you know, the mod book uh, here, in that when I'm done, I, they literally say, here, get a scanner app for your phone, take a picture, and ta-da. Um, you know, and then it will be saved for you and then just go erase the pages and reuse them. Um, I think that's really nice. And it also means I'm not going to be storing tons and tons of pages from this thing. Whereas, uh, I don't know what's it called being a digital native or whatever. Yeah. They, yeah. They, or was that supposed to be only generational? I don't know, but, uh, I, I will walk through fire to avoid writing anything on on physical whatever. Like I, there are so many writers who are like, I do my first draft longhand, and it is fantastic if it that that works for you. If I had to write something longhand, I would never write another book. I would I would go I would start writing. My output would be entirely haiku. If I had to write it all down physically, <laughs> like I might, sometimes I might get really wild and crazy and get a full limerick out, but oh. you know, no, but no iambic <laughs> pentameter for you. No, but on the other hand, uh, I could never do iambic pentameter even when like, even when I'm typing, like I was taking a literal class where they asked us to do a poem and iambic pentameter couldn't do it. I can't hear it. Uh huh. Like the, the, I could never figure out the, the accents on words like, you know, okay, where's the emphasis on the word? Which syllable is stressed? What well, depends on how you say it. Like you could stress any syllable you wanted if you just say it that way. Right. Like, so it came down to like iambic pentameter was like innuendo in that it was all just where you wiggled your eyebrows when you talked. And so, uh, I mean, I did that's not do well in the poetry section of that class. A lot of that's that is actually a lot of the sonnets when you get right down to it. Uh, um, so uh, yes. yeah. On the um, other hand, I taught myself to ty to type when I was you know like uh, what seven eight so yes and and now apparently they don't even teach cursive anymore. Which I'm not saying this is not me going oh god sign of the apocalypse. This is me going, oh, hot damn, those kids don't have to learn cursive anymore. Because what the, cause the only point of cursive was that you could write it fast when you needed to. Yeah. And, and now you can just type shit. And so. when I write fast because I need to write fast, it usually comes out illegible and it's more to cement it in my head than it is to actually have it there. Um, See also me signing this thing. Yeah. God, why did why did I get a signature that involves me actually writing every damn letter of T Kingfisher? Why didn't I just make it T Squiggle? I I don't know. You ask yourself this every time you have these. Yes. So now we know. Next time you need a pen name, it needs to be something you can squiggle. Yeah. Right. My next pen name is going to be Ingrid Quail. It's just going to be a Q and a squiggle. There you go. Um, also from Dino, 
Oh right, I almost forgot. I really like the discussion about the cradle to crayons and how they really only accept donations of items that are in good condition. It's a good reminder that people in need also deserve to have dignity. God damn right. Giving them broken toys, expired food, or ripped clothes isn't doing them any favors. It's just putting an extra step between you and the trash can. Poor people aren't your dumping ground, Michael. Nobody wants that ratty old jacket that won't keep anyone warm because it's more whole than jacket. Sorry, I get really heated about this sort of thing, having been on the receiving end of hand-me-down clothes when I was a kid. No, you are so goddamn right. I mean, preach, dude. Yeah. It's, no, the, the, uh, the food banks do not actually need French-cut green beans and inspired pumpkin pie filling. Yes. Oh, dear God, yes. And, uh, and, and we found that one business that, yeah, because we have clothes that we're like, is this the sort of thing that, you know, yeah. that the thrift stores want? Some of these clothes, probably not, honestly. And yeah, but there's a, a textile recycling place that it's like in town that uh, yeah, it's a has, bin. You just dump uh, yeah. your stuff in and they're like, if we can't, you know, get it into a thrift shop or whatever. It's, if it's not good enough for that sort of thing, we recycle it to rags. Yeah. We turn it to rags and yeah. fiber and mm-hmm. which great, you know, that, that, that makes me feel like at least, uh, I'm not, uh, I'm not making more work for someone else because I just want to get rid of some shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, all right. Here is, uh, this one's from Sarah. Um, add that to my list of people who to thank later in the episode. Um, happy new year. We're up to letters from January now. Um, I've learned so much from the show about how many different ways there are to be productive, organized, and, or just stay afloat. I really appreciate the regular people you talk to, just writers and coders and librarians who have a lot to keep track of. Um, I also loved your interview with Michael Bishop. What a fascinating person. I've downloaded and kept the episode with Brooke McNamara, and I've started using some of her tools and habits since I have a job that's a lot like hers. Thanks, Brooke. I've recently started using Obsidian to plan and keep track of some of my more complex projects, and it doesn't do everything I want, but the visualization of how all the little parts of the project connect to each other is pretty neat. I know there are a lot of mods and plugins developed by the community. Are there any that you would recommend? Um, yes, uh, I'm a big fan of the periodic notes plugin and templator, which allow you to build templates and have them auto populate with things. Um, the periodic notes will like, you can say, oh, okay, I need to create a weekly note and it will fill it out with a template and put it in all the right places. It's really cool. Um, trying to think what else I, I use a lot of, um, uh, the tasks plugin is another one I use a lot of because it will search across your entire vault and find all the open tasks. And they've added some support for statuses that aren't just to do and done, which is really nice. Um, so uh, that's those are the ones I use a lot of. There are some specialized ones that, you know, like uh, there's one there's a couple specific for tabletop RPG uh, GMs or players. And so I have a separate vault. Uh, for that sort of thing, or... Oh, man, I've... And here I've been keeping all of it in my head, like... Yeah, believe me, I I started writing it down 
writing things down somewhere around year five because I couldn't <laughs> keep it all in my head. I, I, I feel gl- I, I'm glad you 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 waited until year five. I'm uh, I, yeah. I'm still on year one, I think. So yes, uh, um, although I have been making a lot of maps. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, uh, my advice though is you know once you get like a couple uh, free. A, a couple or three that really work for you, explore. Um, also, there is a person, um, Elaine, Ellen, I, now I can't remember her name properly, I will link to it, um, who does an, a weekly Obsidian Roundup, and she'll cover, like, she's done all sorts of things on um, how she's using Obsidian, how she's, uh, the new plugins that are coming out, the a Roundup weekly of, you know, um, other people's productivity stuff. Uh, I will link to it. Um, also, I've been meaning to shoot her a note and say, hey, um, you want to talk? Um, because she's really awesome. And uh, she actually, she released, um, she converted the King James Bible into an obsidian vault with all the links and things. And so I, I've been meaning to take a deeper look at it because it's really wicked cool that someone went and did that. I mean, that's a lot of work. Um, Anyway, uh, side note, I've only recently gotten an iPad for work and the handwriting recognition is equal parts amazing and ridiculous. (laughs) My handwriting is not the most reader friendly and for the most part, it does a really good job of figuring out what I was trying to say. However, I can't do all caps when I want to, uh, but if I get too scribbly, it suggests L or Glenn or Cthulhu. (laughs) Okay, it has only made two of those suggestions while I've been writing this email, but the point stands. I love the Dino episodes, and I don't care if they are five hours long sometimes. Now I know how to move house on a budget, run an importing business, manage staff with different skill sets, have a party during a hurricane, and teach English online. Is there anything Dino can't do? Um, Ursula, thank you for your generosity in sharing your experience with ADHD diagnosis as an adult. They have been a big help and motivator for me as my teenager has been getting used to diagnosis, medication, and a different mindset. He gets all of the classic, what a bright kid, if only he followed through from teachers. I don't want to help him avoid the guilt and stress of all that. If only you applied yourself, you could do so. Oh, God, no, my shoulders go up around my ears when I hear that. Thank you for trying to nip that in the bud. Yes. Uh, Yes. Yes. It's, it's, uh, Um, uh, you are are doing your part to spare the next generation from trauma. Yes. Um, All right. From Dino about... uh, Katie Mazika. Um, this episode was incredible. I loved hearing about Katie's process and having her completely nerd out on these historic women who are complete and utter badasses. Like most of the conversation was engaging and cool, but once she was talking about the subjects of her new books, you could almost see Katie's face take on this intense look while she's excitedly sharing all these really cool facts with someone who's appreciative of the research and work that went into gathering them. I love it when people get to talk about that thing that they love so much and are passionate about. I've quietly been passing along the Annette Kellerman book to parents of young kids that I know, regardless of the gender of the kids, because we should all know about badass ladies of history. I've got friends who do synchronized swimming whom I know would love the Annette Kellerman book to read to their kids. Can't wait for the Beulah Henry book to come out. Yeah, no, um, these are all awesome. Um, and I'm really glad everybody loved it. Um, from Corey... Dino, I was stoked when I saw you followed me on Instagram. I hope you're doing well in Jersey. Take care. Um, y'all, I, I love you all. Um, 
And then uh, let's see, here are some planner screenshots um, that are uh, some, some shots from uh, Pinterest. Um, like one is an image about how to charge your cell phone using a nine volt battery and a USB car plug adapter and 37 survival foods to stock for any disaster. Um, if you're reading this on a letter show, sorry for the delay, internet, life, and all the things. I, I will, uh, I will link those, um, or I will, I will drop them into, you know, the, the show notes. Um, so yes, quick question for, oh wait. Uh, my planners are out. I'll be sending you a separate email about those once my author copies get here and I can make walkthrough videos of them. Seriously, why do author copies take so long to get to the authors? Mm. We don't even get prime shipping. Quick question for Ursula. Do you order proofs of your self-pub books? If so, what do you do with the proofs once the book is live and you can have an author copy? Take care, love and peace to all of Wombat House and associated Earth inhabitants. I uh, I do not order proofs because my uh, self pub uh, uh, the physical copies are handled by Argyle. Yes, they uh, they deal with that and mm -hmm. they um, they you know proof it and everything. And I've I've had no complaints whatsoever, except that every now and again uh, we'll get a printing error and I will get a nice email going. So half of your book was replaced with someone else's military sci fi novel and. Uh, that's uh, that's not. <laughs> there's nothing yeah. to do about that. Sometimes the machine just screws up. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. I, I have friends who uh, who do uh, all of the the print uh, themselves, and they order proofs obsessively because they are that sort of person. And uh, they have said that occasionally, you know. Uh, when you're dealing with uh, stuff like Amazon's print-on-demand, it comes down to who was running the machine that day and were they having a good day or not. Right. Uh, I am glad someone else handles that because that is not a thing I want to deal with. Uh, and I am perfectly willing to make sure that uh, to let, you know, Argyle have a... a bigger chunk of the royalties than I might get myself for in exchange for all that work they do. So much work. Yeah. They totally earn it. Um, like we've sold, I think we've moved something like 20,000 physical copies of wizard's guide to defensive baking, which is a incredible. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, and like, wow. But also I'm not going to deal with that. <laughs> Someone else can deal with that. I, I, I am per there are so many things in life I have found that I am delighted to outsource. Mm -hmm. And uh, to people who are good at it. Yes. I am I am good at writing books. I am not good at printing books. And if any time I take printing books means time I don't spend writing books. Yes. Um, indeed. So... Uh, from Anna about uh, episode 284, which was just a couple weeks ago. Um, Given that eggs are anywhere from $4.50 to $10 a dozen right now, depending on where you live and how organic or free-range they are, I'll bet your neighbors would glad gladly give you some money for chicken feed in exchange for your bounty. I don't want money. I, th I honestly, I think that the eggs for me are a, a byproduct. I, you know, I give them away to the people to people when I can. And, uh, it is about time to go knocking door to door and saying, do you need eggs for God's sake? Please take eggs. Um, 
but uh, like we had the, the we had to have some plumbing work done um, two weeks ago now, um, and uh, we had to have uh, basically sink faucets replaced. And uh, when the plumbers left, I gave them five dozen eggs, and you know what? The chickens have already like caught up to that. Yeah. You know, um, so I was like, oh, look at all those eggs being gone. And then within a week, I'm like, well, here we go again. Um, but no, we, we, we do need to, to yeah. give some away because the, the fridge is filling up again. In fact, if you remind, uh, remind me and I'll... Uh... Take some to our friendly neighborhood coffee shop people. Exactly. Yes. Uh, and then finally, last one from Neurodivergent Crafter. Um, Talking about uh, uh, Tierland's most recent uh, episode, which uh, Tierland kept saying, I don't know why anybody wants to listen to me. I'm not that exciting. And I'm like, no, it's it's great. And so I the, loved... The, the, the secret, Tierland, yeah. is that none of us are very exciting. <laughs> like, we, we, we like to hear... The, the, for every, you know, Blothar the Berserker, who is pretty damn exciting... You know, there, there's a lot of us who just do the job, you yeah. know, and we need to be organized, too. And it's nice to have other people who are like we are talking about that sort of thing. And, the things you know, that excite us. Now somebody's going to say, but you're very exciting. No, I'm actually extremely boring. My weeks are almost identical all the time. I, get, I just tell it well. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, anyway, uh, from Neurodivergent Crafter, I loved the tuba story. I am highly amused as a tuba player. Um, that would be for Dent Ball Dumbass Trophy number two. Tuba Dent Ball Dumbass Trophy number two. Um, all right. I mean, shit, you have a tuba story. You're already interesting. Two tuba stories. Good lord. She has two tuba stories, right? Um, Neither of us have a tuba story. Right? So... Um, then, uh, oh, okay, I see what this one was. Yes, um, <laughs> this was a general, uh, uh, email thingy, not a letters thingy. It was about a badge code not working, and oops, um, I had not realized on timing, so that, that all works out. Alrighty, uh, that is everything. So, so now, as part of my organizational process, I can select all of these. Um, oh yeah, I've turned on my keyboard. One of the things I do is I, I have a separate folder for letters, and when I am done with them, I move them out of that email folder to a folder specifically um, in my uh, uh, my completed projects folder for um, where is my completed projects folder? Uh, anyway, uh, I, I put them in the uh, in the completed projects, um, red letters folder so that I don't Duplicate. have to see yeah. them again. Yeah. Yeah. So they're, they're out of the way and I'm not going, did I read that one yet? Did I, did I not read that one yet? Um, so yes, that is something I do. Um, and it's become really helpful as I, as I do it. There we go. And then, yes, the keyboard is connected. Um, <laughs> Assign label 17. All right, there they go. Oh, they're gone. All right, so it's fresh and ready for the next letter show. Um, so send those letters in when the time comes. I'm starting to measure my my signature pages by inches 
of, of paper uh, yeah. Yeah, accomplished, <laughs> like uh, 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 yeah. an inch and a half worth of uh, yeah. uh, paper there. Yep. Uh, and that's it for letters this week. Um, so you know what? We will be right back with the end of the show right after this. are back. Uh, I want to thank all of our letter writers uh, this week. Uh, Kirvin, Gerald, Star, Logophage, Richard, Dino, 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 um, Sarah, Corey, and Anna um, to, uh, you know, for, for writing in and giving us some great content and some great discussion this week. Um, always great to hear from all of you. And uh, I have at least one person on that list who's going to be getting a, hey, do you want to appear on Productivity Alchemy email? Mwahahaha. <laughs> All right, we have a word this week. Woo, what is our word? Our word this week is letterati. L E T T E R A T I. All right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's okay. like literati, but with letters because we were being clever. Yes. Well, you were being clever. I didn't come up with the word this week. You did. Um, and you can take the word letterati and you can go to productivity. And you can look for the little activity code section. There's a little, a little form to fill out, at least on the desktop version. And you can put in the word letterati and you will get a badge. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, it may not be a cool badge. It may not be that much of an exciting badge. I don't know. I've been, how many badges have I made in the past? Like five and it a half, be almost a six years. It will be a serviceable, adequate, workmanlike badge <laughs> yes. that will do the job. Yes, yes, and it will. And when you are badgeless because there's a hurricane, you will be grateful for that badge. Um, you can find out more about the badges themselves and uh, where they come from. And, and you'll wish Dino you know was there cooking for you. Yes, uh, wish I, I always wish Dino you know was here cooking for me. I, I like cooking, but. You know, I, I would love it if Dino were here cooking for us. Dino, yes, that is an open invitation. We'll talk. Um, like, we've talked about this before. <laughs> anyway, um, but you can find out more about the badges and see other badges and things at productivityalchemy.com. Woo! Um, while you're there, you can look at the show notes. You can look at um, past episodes. You can listen to those past episodes, you can even go so far. So I was in the middle of the thing, and my microphone just dropped out from under me. I don't know why. Probably because you had your microphone under you. That's not where it's supposed it's to be. It's not under me. It's like right, right here next to me. Maybe it's because it was in front of my drink, which is in, a, in a, an aluminum can. I don't know. Wireless microphones. They're weird, folks. As I was saying, while you are there... You can check out all sorts of goodies, past episodes, past badges, past show notes, current show notes, uh, search for things. Uh, our bios are in there. Um, they haven't changed significantly since the last episode, but you never know. You never know. You know, Maybe you're a first-time listener and you want to know more about these weird people who do this 
not very exciting podcast about... It's totally exciting. <laughs> uh, anyway, the one you do not click. The Forbidden Link. The Forbidden Link is the one that says support. Yeah, there are ways you can support us financially, but don't. We're fine. We are fine. Uh, we are more than fine. We're in a good place right now. If that ever changes, believe me, we will we will tell you. Uh, but we're not here to monetize, as I've had to tell many people writing in to, you know, asking like, well, what are your engagement numbers? What's your monetization? And I'm like, I don't have any of that. I don't care. I'm, I'm here for the listeners. Um, but we'd like you folks to give your money to people who need it way more than we do. And the charity this week, as inspired by the letter show, as it happens. As a matter of fact, is the uh, World Central Kitchen, which was founded by Chef uh, Jose Andre. Um, and their mission is to feed people. Um, feed people decent food. Um, like right now, they are doing... They, they are generally doing emergency food relief just in general all the time. They have a climate disaster fund to support communities that are most impacted by the ongoing climate crisis. They have um, a program called Chefs for Ukraine, right? They are working with chefs all over the globe and to feed people. Feeding people is so important and I think is just such a meaningful act um so check them out world central kitchen their subtitle is food is a human right damn straight right wck.org i will link to that uh as the very first thing in the show notes in our charity spotlight for this week so that's it that is it for this week i'm nearly done with this stack of, all right of pages yes and then you can go upstairs and chill out while i make a podcast or finish making a podcast. Um, and then uh, for all you folks out there listening, thank you for taking and spending a little part of your week with us. And uh, go out there and do your best to, uh, you know, stay productive, whatever that looks like. Really, I mean, my productivity right now is writing my name 800 times, so. Uh, yeah, you know, that's... That's what it takes. That's what Honestly, it takes. Honestly, getting in trouble in school was preparation for this part of my career. <laughs> Why did I have to be such a, a well-behaved student? I wasted my training time. Oh God. Okay, I'm stopping the recording now.